Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marchant. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars, and they bring them to you today here on the C2P platform. Today, we're going to be joined with the Florida State Seminoles receiver, Naquan Murray. He's currently training for the 19, 2019 NFL draft, but more importantly, he's preparing for that NFL scouting combine that takes place next week in Indianapolis. He's one of the 340 invited. The most prestigious invite a collegiate athlete can get is go down to Indianapolis and kind of show your stuff in front of the scouts and kind of put on a show. And nonetheless, it's a, and it's one of the first times these guys are going to be able to sit down with teams individually and let those teams kind of know these guys on a one-on-one basis, handshake, look in the eyes, and kind of really know the young man that they may pursue as the April draft is closing in on us. As always, if you miss any of these shows in their entirety, they're free and available at iTunes and Blog Talk Radio, and then we'll feature their draft bio page at college2pro.com. We'd like to say it'll be your one-stop and shop for all you need to know about all the guys we interview as we go through this draft process. And usually when we get done, um, the number hovers about between two, 250 guys that we're going to have on from now to the time the draft actually is uh, underway in Nashville this year. So once again, Naquan Murray, the Seminoles receiver, is going to take some time. I assume he's training, and uh, when he takes a break from training, he's going to join us, and we're going to find out what he brings to the table. And a guy like him I'm very interested in because um, his time at Florida State, you're not going to look at his collegiate career and say, hey, you know, this guy was putting up astonishing, you know, numbers or, you know, and Florida State had their struggles. Guys like him, the scouts that are in the area, they want to see more of this kid. And that's where I really think his value starts to emerge is you're going to look at him, but the team saw what he is in terms of a player and what his ceiling could be and what he could bring to this next level. So guys like him, I think, you know, if you're on the outside looking in or you're just a casual fan of the game, you may not really say, oh, you know, what did this guy do in school? We don't see, uh, you know, all ACC. We don't see big numbers. But the guys, you know, the scouts, the guys that are hitting the ground, hitting the pavement week after week, going down to Tallahassee, breaking down game film, watching the practice tape, talking to the coaches, they must have heard a lot of good things about that one. And that's, again, that's one of the reasons why he was committed. Murray, the standout from Florida State. Um, welcome to the program. Um, we were just discussing your career. Can you believe next week you're going to be preparing for the, I'm sure, a childhood dream, and, and you'll be attending the, the National Scouting Combine? 
Oh, man, that's unbelievable, man. And uh, thank you guys for having me on here. You know, we're telling the audience out there, oh, yeah, we can hear you fine. I mean, a guy like yourself, and, and I think this is, if I was you, and the way I would perceive it is, this invite is really predicated on the teams and the scouts that hit the pavement down in Tallahassee that saw you, and they really want to know a lot more about you. Because, you know, your career, you know, wasn't like you were all ACC and you were putting up these crazy numbers, but they see if this kid's in the right system, he can very, very well be an NFL-level guy. Do you kind of take that same attitude with the way you're perceived and, and these teams want to see you in that, you know, that type of light? Oh, yes, sir, I definitely do. Um, I think I can play in any system. Um, I think I'm an all-around receiver. And uh has been coached by some great coaches and, get, and given the opportunity. Now, Pop Warner, Pee Wee days, were you the kid scoring five or six touchdowns every game? <laughs> Oh, yeah, most definitely. I used to come about five times a game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you were that kid where parents wanted to check birth certificates, huh? They were like, man, this kid can't be six years old. Oh, yeah. Actually, I was, I was smaller than everybody. So everybody was like, oh, man, how is this little guy doing this hard as big kids? I used to play above my age level, actually. <laughs> awesome stuff. So kind of take us through the progression. I mean, uh, I mean, did you play – I'm sure you probably played, you know, maybe all the skill positions growing up, but how did you settle into receiver? I'm sure, you know, maybe quarterback, even running back were some avenues for you, you know, during high school. But kind of how did you emerge as that top receiver guy that, we, you know, we're talking to today? Um, my first position ever playing football, I was playing safety. I was about seven, six years old. And um, I was a real aggressive safety come downhill. Then years passed, I played running back. I was pretty fast, one of the fastest dudes in, around my city. Um, once I got to high school, I started playing running back. I played JV in freshman for a year, played running back. Then my coach moved up to um, varsity. I started playing corner, actually. And uh, my sophomore year, I had eight picks on varsity. So my coach thought I was wow. a good on um, corner. And then we had coaching changes. Um, Key one Rockwell came in and started coaching us. Data player, and uh, he said he wanted to try to be a receiver. And ever since then, I've been playing receiver, and it's been, it's been downhill since. Excellent. And and well, you've been doing it the right way, not quite because again, you you have the greatest invitation a collegiate athlete can get is you're on your way to the combine. And I'm sure your guys, Adisa and Jeff Whitney, Adisa Bakari, all those guys, I'm sure they told you. But if they didn't, make sure you bring some extra duffel bags or uh, you know travel stuff because you're going to get so much free stuff next week that if you don't, you're going to give stuff away going to the airport. You just won't have enough. So make sure some extra <laughs> duffel bags or suitcases are available because that's how much stuff you're going to get. Once again, the Florida State standout here on the C2P. You folks know if you missed any of this show in its entirety, talk radio, and then it's full bio page at callstopro.com. So I'm curious, so coming out of high school, because you just mentioned some of that versatility, did every single school that was coveting you coming out of high school, did they all see you as a receiver, or did anyone else see you as a cornerback or a running back? Uh, I was kind of as a receiver only in um, my sophomore year. I've been underrated on my life, so once I started playing receiver and I started putting up 1,800 yards, 25 receiving touchdowns and 80 catches, <laughs> that, that corner was overlooked. <laughs> As it should be, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Nice. So, kind of, yeah. So, kind of take us through this point. Now, you arrive in, you arrive at a big time program, coming out of high school. You're at Florida State, ACC, Tallahassee. 
I mean, at what point – you could have been felt that way right off the cuff, but at what point, Naquan, do you feel comfortable knowing that after your collegiate career there's going to be an opportunity to get a shot at the National Football League? I mean, is there a game or is there a moment where you, maybe you play against some of the best and you kind of have a great game and then you kind of think to yourself, I got what it takes? Is there, was there a moment that hit you or did, did you always feel like that? Um, growing up, I always felt like I was in the NFL, and uh, all I needed was an opportunity to show show everyone. And um, my first big standout game was versus Clemson. I was playing at home. I had my first collegiate touchdown. I had like 100 yards. And um, since then, I knew it was up from there. Nice, and you did. You had a great stretch. I mean, you're stacking those 100-yard games up, and like I said, I mean, and, and here you are. Let me ask you this, and I think you can play inside and outside. I think you're versatile enough to move all around on the offensive line. I don't think there should be, you know, I think slot receiver kind of, I think that kind of confines what you could be at the next level. I think there's more to you. But in your own words, I mean, what do you think those hallmark qualities, those home run abilities where scouts are going to see your tape and they're going to just fall in love with you. What what kind of screams off the tape when you're playing receiver that they're going to want more of you? I mean, I got great routes. You know, I can catch anything. I'm very competitive. Uh, I don't like losing. So um, I'm one of those guys that compete every play and give them all every play. And I like to win my one-on-one matchups. So that's the type of guy, that's the type of guy I am. Are you, are you chatty out there? I mean, if I'm lining up against you and it's third and eight, do you have anything to say to me, or do you just kind of line up and go? Huh. Sometimes I'm chatty. It depends on the defender. If the defender is chatty, <laughs> that's when I get chatty. But time I just do my job and just go on about my business. So let's say, I guess take us inside the game a little bit. Uh, during your days at Florida State, Opponent-wise, was there a, def- a, a, a specific defensive back that you looked forward to going to because he was kind of talkative and you had some fun with him? Uh, my man is Chauncey Gardner. I used to love going against him. He's a great defender. Uh, he's going to compete. He's going to compete every play. And, of course, it's a robbery, so it just made it even better. And I um, played little league bas- basketball against him every once in a while, so I kind of knew him growing up. Nice, nice. Let me ask you this one, because we know scouts and, and GMs, they listen in. Um, anything go unnoticed? And this point, I mean, they're going to learn everything about you if they already have it. But, you know, you're on the show. I mean, what don't they know about you? I mean, team leader, weight room warrior, maybe you're a film junkie. What are some of the qualities that they can't see on tape, but that's something important that you think they should know about that benefits you? Um, well, one thing that every scout is going to know that I'm a real competitor. And um, I just love football. I've been playing this game since I was little. So this this opportunity is one of the biggest opportunities in my life. Changed me and my family. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking it day by day and just giving it my all. And that's all you can do, man. Like I said, give the give the glory and then and just get after it. Once again. Not Quan Murray, the standout from Florida State here on the C2P as we break things down. Now, this next question is a very cliche question, but we do ask of all our guests. I mean, do you get comparisons to anybody? Do your family, friends, teammates say, hey, you know, we were watching the Monday night game. We saw such and such on the, you know, catch a pass. That reminds us of you. Do you get that from anybody? And who is it? If you Yeah, um, they always tell me I like, um, I look like Antonio Brown. And of course, that's, that's been my favorite receiver. For the past few years, I watch his game all the time. I watch the tape. I, anything I can find on Antonio Brown, I, I try to replicate my game out the head. So, 
I think he's one of the best receivers since Jerry Rice. And um, I just like the way he plays. He's very competitive. He's not a big guy. He's about my size. And uh, he's just real versatile, man. He's, you know, I cover the Steelers, so I've been seeing him do his thing since 2010. And I remember in training camp, Nyquan, I mean, even in training camp, his rookie year, you're like, wow, this kid, this kid's special. And Emmanuel Sanders was there the same year, and Emmanuel looked great. But you just kept watching this 84, and you're like, man, this kid is just, he's got it. And, I mean, they're going to miss him. I mean, I know they had their issues, but, man, he's he's going to make somebody happy. And, like, you mentioned it, I mean, he is sick special. His quickness, whew, very good. Now, yeah, you're going to be arriving in Indy. Um, for you, is there any – I know you want to knock them all out of the ballpark, but are there a couple combine drills that you really think you're going to do well in and that, you, you know, your name might be in that top time performers list? Or maybe all of them. I'm striving to be at the top of all of them, but um, my, the routes and the catching drills, something that's, that's to just come to me naturally and it's easy to me. Now, are I you think training, my route uh, the line, I, actually. Nice. Where are you training at? I'm down in Miami, Florida. Um, at Bomberitos. Yeah. Pete, Pete Bomberitos. does a fantastic yeah. job. So you've been yeah, down there Pete probably since training, the season's man. ended? Yeah, I've been down here since about a week. Since the early December, I've been down here. Well, after I left no, I, I, Florida, I signed with my agent, and I came down immediately. Okay. And got to work, man. Then let me let me joke with you a little bit. I mean, you've been down there enough to, that you're training every day, eating right, training right. How much do you look in the mirror to see the difference and, and say, man, I look good? <laughs> every day I wake up, oh, I got a big mirror in my room, and I look at my body. I'll be like, man, I'm actually, like, swimming down. You know, it actually looks good on me. Uh, oh, that's great. Uh, you, pre- you probably look pretty darn good prior to that, I mean, playing receiver. So, so hey, man, we're almost out of time. And, man, we appreciate you taking some of your time because we know you're a busy young man. And, like I said, you're training. you got a week before the combine, so you to share some time. We're very thankful for it. And I know our guests appreciate it as well. But we always like to have some off-the-wall questions. We call it three and out. You ready to take a shot with those? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Now, nicknames. Did you have a nickname? And if not, who had the craziest nickname? Might have been you or amongst your Seminole teammates. Um, I think Francois had the craziest nickname. Well, my nickname is Looney. It's a childhood nickname. Okay. Everybody asks me where I get it from. But I really don't. I always ask my grandmother. It was just like just a name, a childhood nickname we gave you. And it stuck with me the rest of my life. But uh, Francois, you know, of course you know his name is Leonard Francois, but all of us call him Dirty. I don't know why. It's just his nickname. It's just a crazy nickname. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And how about this one for you? Um, amongst your teammates, who are you going to miss the most? I guess who is your biggest jokester? Who is that guy that you had the most fun with in that Seminoles locker room? Man, actually, I'm going to miss the whole team, the whole organization, coaches, everybody. It used to be a joyful time and fun times every time we step in the locker room or in the meeting room. It's just something about Florida State that just brings you together. and um, Everybody becomes brothers. It's just a big brotherhood. And that's one thing I'm going to miss about Florida State, just being around my brothers. That's great. That's a great recruiting call. Any, any guys out there looking for a school, they're getting recruited. You gave a nice, nice little plug to the Seminole Nation. And then the final one, we've been asking this question for over a decade. 
We tally up the names right before our last show prior to the draft to announce the winners of the female celebrity contest. If you could take out any female celebrity for a quick bite to eat, Naquan, who are you going to take to dinner? <laughs> oh, man. Cardi B. Oh, nice. I think that you're oh, finally a Cardi B. I get so much for Yana and Lauren London, Megan Good, Beyonce. Finally, nice some Cardi B kind of coming alive. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like. I like Beautiful Cardi girl, B. Beautiful girl, talented she's, too. Yeah, she's talented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she is. She's talented. I like watching her win those awards at the Grammys too. It was pretty cool, man. Hey. Yes. I, just, I know you're busy. Appreciate your time. And as always, before we let you go, stay humble, stay hungry, and be blessed, my man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on here, man. No problem at all. Once again, that is Naquan Murray, the standout from Florida State, kind enough to join us here on the C2P. <laughs>